0: And oh, oh, good
1: boy, and Hello, it's Monty here, and this is Rachel Moyes from Midlothian, one of our two guests for this episode of On Farm. Hi, Pony. Here she is exercising Hi, her friend's horse, Ben. Come on, up. Come on, Ben. On one occasion, when Rachel was exercising Ben, she had an
0: unfortunate
1: nasty accident.
0: I think I landed on my back. So I moved and then I just had all this pain in my back. You'd broken your back, is that right? Broken my back in four places, yeah. Yeah. Gosh.
1: Rachel was in a hard-to-describe, hard-to-find corner of a farm and she wasn't exactly sure where she was. Only thanks to an app that she had stored in her phone,
0: what three words, was she able to get help. I went to look at my phone and I had it and I was delighted that I did.
1: And then what, you, you basically just relay the what three words to the ambulance people.
0: Yep, yep. My my, my three words were uh, parsnip, risen and bulky.
1: That's what this episode of On Farm is all about. We're hearing Rachel's story and also from the what three words team themselves about what the app is, how it works and how... In Rachel's case, and an increasing number of other cases, it's genuinely saving lives.
2: Thank you so much for inviting me onto the On Farm podcast this afternoon. My name is Albi Pereira. I work at What Three Words. I'm a senior partner lead. Uh, what Three Words is a simple way to communicate precise location.
1: It's a simple way, and it's so important. and And we want we wanted to make sure that our listeners understood how important What Three Words is, and actually, it can save lives. Our, our second guest today, as far as I understand. What three words saved your life, Rachel?
0: Yes, yeah, it it really, really helped in an ambulance finding me when I was surrounded by fields, unable to explain where I was. So my name is uh, Rachel Moyes. I work as a paediatric occupational therapist at the Sick Children's Hospital in Edinburgh. I also run my own um, online fitness business, which I started up during lockdown. And I'm a mum of two children, a nine-year-old and a 20-year-old.
1: And... Rachel, you had an accident, a horse riding accident, yeah. in a relatively remote location. And and what three words? What three words came to your rescue? Absolutely, Is that the
0: way to put it. Absolutely, absolutely. I believe I would have been there for a lot longer had it not been for what three words? The the ambulance that had been sent out to find me couldn't find me. The call handler couldn't find any of the road names that I was giving her that was close to where I was where I was I gave them the name of a local pub hoping that if they found the pub I could direct them from there they couldn't find the pub but they couldn't find the cemetery and you know panic was beginning to set in a little bit and the call hander had actually said to me do you have what three words and I couldn't remember if I'd put it on my phone I knew that I, I had it but I didn't know if I still had the app but when I realized I still had the app the ambulance found me within minutes.
1: Tell us about that day you obviously didn't you didn't set out to have an accident <laughs> you, n- you didn't set out to need what three words
0: so i've been riding my friend's horse for about six months he's kept in a farm in quite a remote location but i've i've ridden most of my life and i'm really confident around farm animals animals all animals and particularly horses so going up on my own and riding on my own wasn't w- wouldn't have been a concern it wouldn't be a red flag for anybody it would be it would have been a normal thing i I'd do in a week. So. I'd taken them into the into the outdoor there's an outdoor arena next to the barn and I'd been loose lunging him so getting him warmed up not on his back I was on the ground and then he seemed ready for me to get on his back but he's quite cold back so some people might know what cold back means but he just has quite a sensitive back and he has a stool like a special stool that you have to stand on to get onto his back you don't get on from the ground because when you get on from the ground it can pull on his back and make him feel slightly unbalanced but now I'd left the stool at the barn and trying to save time I thought I'm just going to put my foot in the stirrup. I'll get up quickly. As long as I'm not pulling, I'll just wake up really quickly. So I got up on him, and I think my bum maybe touched the saddle for maybe a second, and then he he had me straight off. I, I, I didn't I didn't last long on his back, so it was it was an error. I landed. I can't actually quite remember how it all happened, but I think I landed on my back, because um, I remember seeing him above me, and I was quite keen to get out from underneath them so I moved and then I just had all this pain in my back and the, the outdoor arena has rocks on it so I don't know if I maybe landed on, you know, the kind of bigger stones rather than rocks I don't know if I maybe landed on one of the rocks, I'm not quite sure, but I was just in immense amounts of pain and I must have managed to get over onto all fours and I was kind of crawling, I'd landed on my back but I must have flipped over and then from that position that's where I stayed um, on all fours And I couldn't move my back, so I just stayed in that position and phoned an ambulance from there. And that's when the call handler spoke to me and found out what my situation was. And luckily they were able to prioritise me for an ambulance because I was a female, I was in the middle of nowhere, I had a horse standing over me, but they couldn't find me. And the ambulance was there, it was actually really close. So the ambulance was dispatched, the ambulance was... In the vicinity? Yep, yep, but they just couldn't work out exactly where I was because the the arena that I was in was surrounded by fields and there was streets, you know, close by. So they were in the streets close by, but they couldn't find out exactly where I was in terms of the the arena and the barn. And I was trying to speak to the call handler who was obviously in communication with the ambulance crew. But yeah, they they, they couldn't work out where I was.
1: So, yeah, so explain that. And the call handler, the call handler in the the, the emergency services phone line said to you have you got what three words on your phone yeah yeah and you were able to but you 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 weren't sure if you had it you could dimly remember downloading the app yeah
0: I wasn't sure a friend had recommended what three words to me um, a long time ago and I think I was just curious like you know Mm. what three words of my house and I was just keen I was curious to find out what my three words were my friend has his the what three words written up on his fridge for his, because for his, he's got for young children you know, if his, if his children had to phone you know, it's easier for them to say the words and remember what their address is so I was just curious so I got the what three words but then I ha- because I, I hadn't used it um, I couldn't remember if I'd kept the app but I went to look at my phone and I had it and I was delighted that I did And then what,
1: you, you basically just relay the what three words
0: Yep, my 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 three words were uh, parsnip, risen and bulky they were my three words. So I gave her the words. She asked for the spelling of them as well, just to get it right. And then the, the ambulance service arrived really quickly after that.
1: That must have been just such a relief.
0: Yeah, yeah. I was getting really tired by that point because my wrists were getting sore because I was in all fours and I was, um, I was feeling quite frustrated. And I, I, I think I was quite frightened as well because I knew I'd hurt my back. I knew that yeah. the, the, um, the injury was in my back. So I just, yeah, it was, I was so relieved when they arrived.
1: Albie, I'm going to bring you back in on that. That must be a really, I don't know, gratifying story for you to hear. It's horrendous. It's, you know, I'm not making light of what happened to Rachel. But the fact that your tech was so useful, that must be, you must feel really proud of that.
2: Uh, Absolutely, Monty. It, It really is humbling to hear Rachel's story. And, um, and, and when we do hear these stories, every single one of these, it, it really sort of kind of, even when Rachel was talking, I could actually add a little bit of uh, a sort of goose flesh coming up on my skin here, just hearing the story. And, you know, she talks about being scared and frustrated and, and that's that it's, it's why what three words work so well, because you, you're able to simply communicate those three words to the call handler. And for your listeners to understand what sits behind those three words, it's important to actually point that out as well. So if I may, Monty, what what, what I'd like to explain is what three words is very simple. We're not a mapping company. We've simply taken uh, a grid and put it over the world. So it doesn't matter what map you use, you can put our grid over the top of that. Each grid square, as you pointed out earlier, is three meters by three meters. And smack bang in the middle of each of those squares is a GPS coordinate. Now imagine Rachel in her her injury where she's lying in the arena in a very remote location, probably cold, definitely scared, frustrated as she said. A GPS coordinate is 16 long digits or, or numbers. And to communicate those effectively easy to make a mistake very hard to remember
1: I'm not the techie man here but i'm I'm guessing that some sort of algorithm suggested that you know three words is the the best way of doing it in terms of you're never gonna have the same three words representing any square or or whatever um a mathematician and your team said right let's do it and that's how it works yeah is that
2: Summary. That's exactly right. Yes. One of our founders is actually a math genius. Our CEO and founder, Chris, um, he used to or came from the music business and he was particularly frustrated because he would have to send his bands that had signed to his label or to his organization to remote locations with little or no address and although he you know he tested gps coordinates he found people made mistakes and it was difficult to get people to use them so in discussing his frustrations with his uh, mathematician friend um they came up with the idea that they can divide the world into this grid it's 57 trillion squares for your for your <laughs> listeners that may want to know just how many how many squares it takes and then yes you're absolutely right we've put a three word address Onto each and every single one of those squares. Wow.
1: It sounds so simple. It sounds so simple, but such a genius idea. But it also sounds so effective. And 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 coming back to Rachel, Rachel, you had broken your back. Is that right?
0: Broken my back four, in four places. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Gosh. I broke my my L one, two, three, and four, which is my, my lower back. What What I was very
1: interested in you in you saying there, Rachel this is relevant to our listeners no matter if they're horse riders you know working in farming whatever you said you know it was a sort of split second mistake you could have gone back for the stool you could have done it the way that you were probably should have done it you know how many accidents happen on farms with horses mm-hmm. or, or whatever that are you're just trying to save time i know
0: and, you know, nine times out of 10, you get away with it, you know, when you're making these little decisions. But then the, on that time that you don't get away with it, it can be catastrophic.
1: Yeah, I- I exactly that. I and, mean, you know, I'll, I'll, I'll be you make reference to the goosebumps at listening to Rachel's story. And, and you've heard other stories like this. And I guess you must relate to that, that some of these things are just split second and something goes wrong.
2: Absolutely and what we're seeing and in, in, in our ecosystem Monty is that you know the farming community, is using our technology for lone workers who are out there on tractors, working late at night, harvesting. I'm not a farmer, so I'm, I'm careful with the words I'm choosing here, so I don't um, I don't say the wrong things. We'll keep you right. We'll keep, yeah, you'll keep <laughs> me honest. Um, yeah. but, but, but what we're seeing in our ecosystem is farmers are actually using the technology for their lone workers who are out on tractors out there. Um, or, for example, if they have a seed delivery or crop protection delivery to a remote barn and they need to be there at a specific time. Then they communicate what three words to their vendors, to their delivery partners and, and that delivery happens first time around. So there's this fantastic use case with the emergency services. But what we're also seeing is that uh, the farmers are actually able to benefit from it also in their day-to-day operations.
1: Yeah, that, that's interesting because I'd, I couldn't possibly go into the specifics because it's one of these things where I actually don't know the specifics. But I was thinking of a very very sad story from about ten years ago here, when here in the borders, when we had a really bad winter and there was a, a lone worker out on a out on a quad bike who perished in the in the snow. I guess the the bike broke down or something. I don't know the specifics, but anyway, we're all we're we're pushed for time we're not there's not massive teams on farms and what have you anymore and we do work on our own and we do we are out and about in places that you know do have inherent dangers etc and that's that's that sort of thing what three words could be a game changer but on the lighter note or on the more business note as it were you are also talking about things like that you're talking about you know which field am I supposed to be doing this contract work in? Which, where am I supposed to be delivering this seed to? Where, you know, where is the burst drain? Whatever it might be. Again, what easier way to communicate? That,
2: that's correct. That's absolutely right. So you know, there's the day-to-day operations, and as we said, there's the good emergency services use case, and. We always encourage people to download our app. It's been downloaded, I think, more than 30 million times now. And, and Rachel had it, which is great. But in, in, to your point, Monty, about loan workers, we even have emergency services teams that can now send out a find me link. Um, in the event that someone doesn't have the What Three Words app, they'll be able to click on the link that the emergency services have sent to the person that's in need. And that will give them the three word address that they can then communicate um, back to the uh, call handler and then dispatch a team out to to, to look after that loan worker. 85% of emergency services across the UK have fully integrated with our technology now and it allows them in the event of an emergency call coming through and the person does not know what three words, they send out a link to the person's phone, the person clicks on the link That link automatically provides the exact three meter square that they're on with the three word address. They give that to the call handler and the call handler is able to dispatch the emergency crew.
1: Ideal. I guess that would work even if it wasn't a smartphone. Then
2: a, a GPS signal. That's the main thing. You do need a GPS signal to be able to communicate that that three word address. And if you think about a, a situation where maybe um, a guardian uh, has got into trouble and a younger person who might be, you know, talking to the to the call handler on the phone, not knowing where the app is, uh, feeling very nervous, very scared. Uh, that find me link comes through and also just saves time to get help out to the to the to the right person so for for your community of listeners who who can relate to these kind of stories um we of course encourage them to download the app but we our emergency services teams uh, across the uk 85 percent of them now have also the facility to send a fight find me link
1: you said something earlier rachel about the the friend who got you onto what three words has something on his fridge that gives the the three words of their house is that right is that what yes you, yeah. yeah that's
0: right he's got three young children and for their they, they don't know what their address is and they'd probably find it hard to articulate what their address is they're very young but they probably could remember the, the three words so he he'd recommended what three words to me because he has it on his phone and he had the three words um yeah up on the wall for the children the
1: use the possibility and the reasons for using it it, it just you know it's almost infinite in terms of how useful this is i mean i had read something in the farming press about encouraging people to have three key points on the farm the entrance to the farm and the the workshop or whatever it might be with what three words written down so people understood it but just the fact that even children could relate to that and 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 what have you is 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 interesting i'm pleased to be making this pod today because it's I, i feel it's like a public service broadcasting mission with this one
0: yeah absolutely i tell all my friends about it everybody that, that wants to speak about it i'll tell them about it i've forced all my family to download it onto their phones i think it's brilliant and even as you know even if you're just if you go out and you walk or you run or you cycle you know we, we've got a railway line that passes our house and you know i know where i am but if i was to stop and someone's to say exactly where are you i'd be well the railway line but I don't know exactly where about. And actually, that's quite,
1: that's quite a key point as well. And, you know, a lot of our listeners are, are farming and, and rural and what have you, but we've got, we've got people listening all over the world. We've got people listening in all sorts of walks of life. I'm just thinking here that actually it could be almost as relevant or probably just as relevant in an urban environment too.
2: We're now having our solution work uh, at many uh, very large um, stadiums, and uh, where large events happen, like for example, all the rugby that's going on at the moment during the Autumn Internationals, Twickenham Stadium lists the entrances to each of the car parks, the entrances to the hotels, the entrances to the right gate, the entrances to uh, where the emergency services might be or the first aid tents. And really importantly as well, for fans with accessibility um, needs, uh, points of entrance where they can get their wheelchair because there isn't stairs or for... Um, People that might be going along with with visual impairments, uh, specific entrance names with three word addresses that they can then put on their phone and allows them to navigate to, to these areas safely and first time around without getting lost and that's for an example or a use case within a large event um, coming back to your point about urban settings what we're finding in in cities especially is someone has a sofa delivered uh, to an apartment block and the sofa company comes to deliver the uh, this large bulky item but they don't want it at the front door. They actually want it at a service elevator around the back, and there's no address for that. So we're actually having vendors and logistics partners start to work together to communicate three-word addresses of where that specific entrance will be to be able to deliver that large, bulky item. So that's that's one example of where in an urban area where addressing generally is okay. There's still specific delivery points which are not addressed
1: you're kidding yourself that it's all about sofas and what have you it's really about takeaways is it no it's about pizzas <laughs> yeah <laughs> exactly
2: <laughs> absolutely right yes yeah yeah no for sure I think um during during lockdown um uh, Domino's pizza as well did um did integrate with what three words and 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 uses to so that uh you know there was there was you had to have contact free delivery and and there was all of that going on and Domino's straight away said why are we not using this? <laughs>
1: it is very. It's just very clever. Is there a how-to? Is there a YouTube? Is there something that, that, that talks people through it? Or is it just as simple as visit your website? and and take it from there.
2: Absolutely. So, you know, we encourage all of your listeners to obviously in the first instance, download our app, reach out to the folks at What3Words. We have a website as well, what3words.com, where we'd be more than happy to talk to anybody and provide a demo of how it might be working in an operational setting. Um, We have a team back at What3Words that's even now talking to the technologies that sit within the farming community. For example, we've just created a little plugin within Microsoft Dynamics Business Central this is used by some farming organisations for deliveries to happen so instead of having to come out of that software that tool that they use every day and use what three words we can actually just plug it straight in there for them and they can use it straight away so we're working very hard to support the the farming community um we're endorsed by the NFU and our CEO comes from a from a farming family so he knows the frustrations of rural addressing and uh, and yeah we'd be more than happy to help they just need to reach out to us
1: and if I go out and spend, what, a million pounds or whatever it is on the latest Range Rover, it's it's all built in for me, is that right? That's
2: correct. Yes, Jaguar Land Rover um, is one of our recent automotive uh, uh, customers. So today we spoke about emergency services. We spoke a bit about logistics in an urban and a rural setting. And another use case for us is automotive. That's absolutely right. So Jaguar Land Rover, now Mercedes Benz. You can you can get inside your car. Our technology is embedded within the satellite navigation, and you can say, "Hey, Mercedes, take me to what three words." And then provide your three word address, whatever that might be, and it automatically routes to to that exact three meter square.
1: If it can work in a in a in a Range Rover, Land Rover, whatever, you know, it could be in the it could be hardwired into a tractor.
2: Definitely, yeah. All, 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 all of the, uh, you know, any kind of automotive setting where where a vehicle is is being travelled to, then then yes, the the technology can. And if you think about voice technology in a car, and you had to say to your Mercedes Benz, "Take me to a normal traditional address like thirteen Church Street," mm-hmm. well, there are thirteen hundred Church Streets, I think, across the UK. So immediately, your car is going to be like, well, what what church? which church street, which county, which country, but with what three words, that three word combination, the one that um, uh, Rachel used earlier on, parsnip, neon, bulky, that is unique to that three meter square where she had her injury. No one else has that and therefore from a voice point of view, it's a lot easier to train the computer because we also only use 29,000 words to cover the, the whole face of the globe. So it's easy to train the computer and therefore your voice technology in a car becomes much better to use with what three words.
1: So long as we understand every accent and you know um, <laughs> <laughs> Rachel got a bit techie there, but really to you what three words was, was was just a tool that got the ambulance to you when it was needed.
0: Absolutely. Yep.
1: And because it got you you know, because the ambulance was there when when it was needed Mm -hmm. rather than being lost in the the nearby streets and roads Mm -hmm. and whatever what was the the kind of prognosis when you got into hospital was it one of these things i'm guessing had you been a bit later the damage could have been worse
0: well it, it could have been worse yeah and i guess you've got to be really careful with back injuries and i i think it could have been worse in the way that if they hadn't found me i would have probably tried to move myself there's only so long you can wait in a position and as I said before I was getting really tired and I was getting quite frustrated so that there's a chance that had I been you know there any longer I would I would have had to make a decision about what I was going to do and that would maybe mean moving myself which could have made it yeah it could have made it a lot worse
1: yeah crawling to the end of the Mm -hmm. arena Mm -hmm. out into the yard yeah Trying to attract attention or whatever. Yep, yeah.
0: Yep. I think the other important part of that story as well is um, making sure you always have your phone on you. Quite often when I go, when I'm running or I'm riding, I, I kind of feel it's kind of me time and I like to leave my phone. Um, sometimes I'll leave in the barn um, or I'll just leave even if it was just at the side of the arena. I wouldn't have been able to reach it but for some reason I tucked it into the side of my riding boot that day and I don't know why and um, I don't always do that when I go out and um, so I, I think it's really important that you you know make sure that you have your phone on you.
1: To be fair that is important and I, I, again I can't remember where I first picked up on that but I'm my phone you know if I'm out and about checking stock or whatever on the farm phone will be sitting in the wee pubby hole in the dashboard but I've read this and it's been drummed into me i don't know where but i always even if i'm just getting out to close a gate or whatever Mm -hmm. phone goes in my pocket Mm -hmm. and i just think that that is such an important lesson i don't mean to be preachy about that Mm -hmm. but you know you get out to do one little job and you suddenly see something else that you know oh god those those cattle shouldn't be where they're where they are you run off to do something and you know Mm -hmm. that's when things go wrong so i I think you're absolutely right Mm -hmm. make sure your phone's with you The next step is to make sure What Three Words is on it. Yes, yeah. Huge thanks to Rachel Moyes from Midlothian and Albie Pereira from What Three Words. We talk a lot, don't we, about farm safety and how many deaths and injuries still unfortunately happen in the countryside. But this, this is a really easy and effective precaution to take. It's free and it's recommended by the emergency services. You know, we always ask you to share on farm and tell people about us and help spread the word. But with this episode, I really do hope you'll share it because you could well save someone's life. Before we go, after recording that interview with Albie, we were having another chat and we asked about whether they could share the 999 call from Rachel's accident. They didn't have that one, but what they were able to share is this. A call with a little girl called Isla, who's seven years old and helping her mum through an asthma attack in the car.
3: Ambulance service, what's the full address of the emergency please? I can't breathe, sorry. Hello, can you hear me? Yeah, I can't breathe. I, I need to know the address, is anybody there with you? My daughter, who's seven. Does she know the address, is she able to say it to me? No. Okay, so what town or city are you in? Mom. <laughs> okay, I'm going to send you a link, okay, so if you can open it when it comes through to your phone and let me know what the three words say there, okay? Configure, audio, plotting. I've located you, okay, so just to confirm, are you the patient there? Yeah. Okay, and you're struggling with your breathing. I'm Take your time there, okay. Have you tested positive for COVID in the last fourteen days? No. Have you had your COVID vaccination? Yes. Yeah. Now tell me if you have any of the following symptoms. So a temperature of over thirty eight? No. A fever? No. Okay, so stay on the line. I'm going to tell you what to do next, okay? So carry on using that nebulizer for these attacks, okay? And what is your name, or what's your mum's name there? Catherine. And what's your name? Isla. And how old are you, Isla? Seven. You're doing really well there, okay? We're arranging some help for your mum, okay? My name's Maddie, okay, so I'm going to stay on the line with you. Do you know the colour of your car there, Isla? Red. There's kayaks on the roof, a big red one. What else have you been doing today, Isla? I've been holding a puppy called Mabel. And was she giving you cuddles? Six more like. Oh. And have you got any pets, Isla? Yeah, we've got a little And what colour is he? He's black, white and brown. They're behind us. Who's behind you? The ambulance. They're going to help mum now, but you've done really, really well, Isla. Hello, chambler. Okay, take care, bye.
1: Brilliant stuff, brilliant stuff. Well done, Isla, and well done to What Three Words and the ambulance service. So, just our usual reminder to finish up with. The On Farm podcast is made by our team here at Seen and Heard PR and Marketing. You can give us a shout anytime. If we can help you with any aspect of telling your business's story, whether that's podcasting, helping with social media, communication strategies, designing your website, anything else in the PR and marketing realm, give us a shout. With that, that's it from me and bye for now.